0: Here we go. This is happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Are we officially in the holiday season now? I I think we are officially in the holiday season.
1: This is that weird time when, I think, Thanksgiving, would you did it come a little earlier than normal this year, like by a couple days maybe?
0: Maybe by like a day or two it felt early, but then like on the other end of it, uh, by the end of this week we're in December, so I don't feel like it did. Well Well, that's
1: where I'm going with this, where I'm saying like, we we're in that gray area where it's definitely holiday time. Like I've made the switch to Christmas music. All my stuff is up, but it's still December. Yeah. And it's also it hasn't gotten super cold near me yet. I need it to be cold. It's I don't like co- a Christmas when there's still wet brown leaves around. I saw lots of snow.
0: Where? Uh, like on my drive home, there was still lots of, to Pennsylvania, there was still lots of snow on the side of the road, oh. and my grandparents still had a, a little bit in their yard.
1: because well, it snowed like five feet up there weeks ago.
0: <laughs> it didn't snow five feet where they were. They got maybe like four or five inches, I think.
1: Well, even still, I just, I guess it's, I
0: guess it's, it fe- it's the holiday season now. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho Well, how how it's official and where it is is the trees are now lined up on the street in New York City. Okay. When you walk down Broadway, you can buy a Christmas tree.
1: But isn't that the day after Thanksgiving? Isn't that when that starts?
0: Yes, yeah. but that's when the holiday season starts. Do you get a Christmas tree? Uh, I haven't in the last few years. Maybe I will this year. Ah, I mean, would you get a full size one or a tabletop situation? Well, I certainly don't have room for. I live in New York City. I don't have room for a full size tree. You, even in even in the lake house, it's you know I still couldn't do a full size tree.
1: You could you can get a skinny one. I, I have a full I size. A tree. I I lived in an apartment and I had a full size tree. Yeah. So I mean, granted, it's like a it was it's a fake tree. I don't I don't do the real trees. Um, mainly because I I I would almost certainly forget to water it. That would stress <laughs> me out. I, my I don't know what it is. My parents convinced me that Christmas trees just light on fire just with reckless abandon and I mean, so i've always been afraid
0: yeah it's always they been a concern because I, I, I i i won't do a fake tree on the other hand like i almost said to myself like maybe i should get a fake tree but storing something for 11 months out of the year seems ridiculous like buying ryan, something you've to often y- told us that you have boxes of
1: shit from your past that you don't even know what's in them like for the ryan Sampson museum which get
0: zero use whereas at least the tree Would get use once a year. Yeah, but they're small boxes, and then you got to go up in the attic and get it. And eh.
1: what, as opposed to going (laughs) interacting with a guy on the fucking street or going to a the.
0: That's a a good point. And tying it to your car. Christ, that sounds terrible. Yeah, you're right.
1: A Christmas tree farm, I remember as being just the worst thing when I was younger. I remember it used to feel like it took forever. Like, they would walk around and be like, nope, not quite. Uh, and it would just be like walking <laughs> through.
0: this. It just sucked. I was at my aunt and uncle's, and they were talking. They were like, we went to so-and-so place and bought a tree. They charged us $45. And I'm like, oh, my God. You have no idea. That's a cheap-ass tree. Yeah, it's like a huge, full, perfect tree. But they thought it was the most ridiculous price Ever in the world,
1: another thing, another thing is i that I am pro fake tree now you got to get some scent sticks for it so it smells like a real tree, but there's less oh. mess, and you're killing less trees
0: well, but yeah, but I don't think it's that big of a deal what I, do think you the, mean? I think I think I think the Christmas tree farms have the cycle healthily down i i I
1: understand it just still seems like an unnecessary thing to do I know they're not like. You know, we're not we're not uh, killing the rainforest to make right. Christmas
0: trees. Yeah, like they know what's what's coming and going every year. It just seems like an unnecessary thing to do. Well, I mean, maybe you could say that. I guess for the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, because it literally, like, a Christmas tree farm is is no different from like a bean farm, right? Yeah, you're right. They're there to be cut down. But the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, someone goes out and goes, I'm gonna find the best tree in the woods and cut it down
1: yeah and they always act like it's such a like a uh the the place where it comes from is always like our tree was chosen they're always <laughs> on the news and it shows it being shipped in it's like you just killed this like hundred year old tree yeah it really is like the best tree in your yard that's why they took it i don't understand the attachment to that people have to real trees versus fake trees
0: uh Well, I mean, like when you think about, you know, the fake tree, you've got to suck oil out of the ground and manufacture it in the plastic that will never biodegrade. And it smells like shit. You have
1: no idea. Why does
0: the tree smell like shit? Because it doesn't smell like a pine tree. Does it smell like it smells, anything? It smells like your attic or plastic. No, it does. You have no idea. Okay. Okay. I've smelled a fake tree. I mean like it doesn't stink up the room, but I but but okay, like well, if you put your nose to a real tree and a fake tree, you know which one smells better. Well, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: well, it doesn't smell like shit. That implies that it has a a a negative smell as opposed to a nothing smell.
0: Compared to the real tree, I'd say it does. Next to the real tree, I'd say it's a negative smell. There's an argument. People
1: make this argument that having a real tree is pure, and that's real Christmas, and I wouldn't bother with a fake tree. And it's like, well, why? It's not like fake trees like, look like they looked like in the 80s. They look legitimate now. They're good. And how do you even know that they're not biodegradable or anything like that, that they can't be broken down? You have no
0: idea. It's plastic.
1: So no plastic gets broken down? Do you not understand? Do you not understand? Our bottles pl- made from
0: 100% recycled plastic? Yeah, but that plastic is... Ne- like, it's recycled plastic. The plastic doesn't, like, naturally work itself back into the environment like a tree does. Yeah, I... I that mean, used to be oil. Okay, but... Like, like, just because it's like, like getting a second use out of it is good job, but that plastic still is not going to like. I would argue that the. Uh, are having... you really making the argument, or are you just being silly? No, I'm
1: making the argument that a, a, a fake tree is is long term more sustainable. Which would which one's more sustainable? A handful of leaves or a handful of plastic? Well, hear me out on this. Every okay. year, every year, people have to drive to get their fucking uh, real trees, right? Then they have to drive them home. Then garbage trucks have to take them away somewhere. Then they get put in a big fucking pile. Then we wait for that to degrade or we burn it or some shit when you could just buy the other thing once and it's good for years and years and years and years and years and
0: years. Yeah, but then a new one comes out and there's a sale of big lots who, and you're like, we you really should upgrades, get a new tree. No
1: one does that. That's actually, I would say, the one problem with them is, is, like I even said to my mom, I was like, we've had our fake tree at home for probably... I would say minimum 17 years. And yeah. I said, are you ever going to get a new one? She was like, no, not going to do that. <laughs> so I, I I actually think that, you know, also think about all the land that's used up by Christmas tree farms that could probably be better served for, I don't know, urban development, let's say,
0: for your big... Urban development?
1: Yeah. That's worse. A
0: Christmas tree farm is way better than urban development. Urban no, 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 no. Like- you're
1: the one that loves, you don't like the suburbs. I thought you would be happy with urban development.
0: Oh, my God. Right? You don't. <laughs> I mean, I- sure. I guess if Mark's being anti environment if you're being, you're being, uh, being- a misinforma- environmental misinformation guy. How today. am I being misinformation? Oh my God! See, you're 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 so pulling the you're you're being the, the Trump environmentalist. You today. okay? Tell me what? Tell me something. Give you're me like some I bets. I true I truly think that plastic is better for Earth. I I you're, think you're, you're very much being you're you're very much being. No the, no, no, I'm just saying yeah, oh, I think yeah. that
1: the process of getting a killing a new tree every year is not is is not maybe necessary. Let's see if there's what's what's better for the environment. Better. For the environment,
0: I mean, plastic is never better for the environment. It's just, it's just like that's that's the the hard and fast rule. I would imagine
1: real trees are better, like in the short term, no doubt.
0: But I'm curious about the long term. Yeah, it's there's no doubt about it. The long term, the real tree will biodegrade or get your like be used near immediately, whereas the plastic will be around for a few hundred years if you use it <laughs> no one's handing down the
1: trees okay all right hold on hold on so this is interesting there's a
0: yeah dude you are just trying see this is now this is now somebody doing their own research that's by because, the way that's how fucking research works yeah but you've stated a bullshit thesis like an absolute bullshit thesis you have not you done any know. research now
1: look here's Ryan I will I will admit to you that your side seems like it is on the surface probably correct but you've also done zero research about this so don't come at me like I oh look at me doing research there's, there's What are you, no, name me something you know about this Plastic is always bad. That's not true.
0: Yeah, it pretty much is. So here's the thing. I'm looking at multiple different websites. The first I mean, the one. The plastic tree lobby is going to fucking tell you that they're great and not bad for the environment. And all the things
1: you just said. That's why I wouldn't go to the plastic tree lobby. Hobby lobby. So nat- natural, nature.org. Says short answer real trees are better because apparently there's like 300 to 500 million trees grown and only like 30 million are harvested, and so you keep the farms in business, whatever. I'm looking now at a CNN piece that says natural versus artificial which Christmas tree option is better for the climate, right? That's what we're discussing, right? Yeah, all right. Um, I mean,
0: it's another word for environment, but sure.
1: What kind of tree has the lowest carbon footprint? A natural tree or a store-bought plastic tree? It's complicated, experts say. It's definitely a lot more nuanced and complex than you would think, which is Andy Finton, the Landscape Conservation Director and Forest Ecologist for the Nature Conservatory in Massachusetts. Definitely, I would say, more likely than not, not the Plastic Tree Association. (laughs) All right, so here's the things to know. Uh, if we're going to talk, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about it. All right. We're going to. They've made a list here, okay. of things to know before you choose between real and artificial. This is the case for artificial trees. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's easy to imagine that we're using an artificial. T- and I don't know where this. Ar- I don't know where this article lands. Okay.
0: I know this is the thing. This is this is like. Hold on. Let's let's go with both sides like they're equal. No, it's.
1: But Ryan, you don't know that they're not. What I'm saying I, is I, you, you I, do I, have to I, read I, some stuff to then
0: th- that something has to tell you. Maybe I'm biased. When it comes to when it comes to buying something made out of wood or something by made out of plastic, I'm almost always gonna go on the wood. Understandable. That because
1: doesn't mean be- that it's better for the environment. I'm trying to like you say do your
0: research. It's like that's what I'm well, doing here. We we yeah, but also too like we know that that okay. I'll say this, and then we can keep going. Wood will be sustainable forever, right? We can keep growing trees.
1: I don't know. What are they fucking putting in the ground to make them? Maybe grow? maybe
0: tr- seeds, <clears throat> right? But but oil will run out. Okay. There there will be a day when so they full can't blown make jackhammer going on. Yeah, behind Yeah, I know. You. I know. <laughs> anyway, New York City. There will be a day though when you can't make plastic anymore mm-hmm. because oil will be gone, okay? So, regardless, I'm going to
1: read this thing, all right? It's easy to imagine that we're using an art of this and by the way, this article is by Rachel Ramirez, and holy shit, this just came out 3 days ago. So this is great. This is, this is like, look at us. We're on the cusp of this debate. It's easy to imagine that reusing an artificial tree year after year is a more sustainable option. But Fenton says if an artificial tree is used for six years, the average amount of time people tend to keep them, the carbon cost is definitely greater than for a natural tree. If the artificial trees are used for a longer lifespan, that balance changes. And I've read that it would take 20 years for the carbon balance to be equivalent. So if you do, this guy is saying... That if you do buy a tree, you probably have to keep it for 20 years. To balance it out. To break even. hmm But then after that, wow, what I don't know what they're jackhammering, if they're really doing it. And then, uh, I appreciate that you're muting your mic, as does everyone at home. But mainly, I appreciate that you're muting a mic, because I don't have to listen to you right now. You're tell welcome, me, Mark. You're tell welcome. Tell me. All right. Uh, so, a- after t- so, what are the benefits of real trees? On average, it takes seven years to fully grow a Christmas tree, according to the National, National Christmas Tree Association, who I'm pretty sure is who Ryan Reynolds talks to in that new
0: spirited movie on yeah, Apple I, yeah, TV. I think you're, yes. Did you yes. watch that? No, but I've seen the, the trailers.
1: Yeah. And as it grows, it absorbs carbon dioxide from the air. Protecting forests and planting trees can help starve off the worst impacts of the climate crisis by removing the planet warming gas from the
0: atmosphere. So basically, the natural trees undo the fucked upness from the fake trees.
1: Hold on a minute. If the natural trees are cut down or burned, they can release the carbon they've been storing back into the atmosphere. But Doug Hundley, spokesperson for the National Christmas Tree Association, wonder if he's biased. Big tree is definitely biased. It literally says, which advocates for real trees. It says, the act of cutting down Christmas trees from a farm is balanced out when farmers immediately plant more seedlings to replace them. Okay. I would just like to say that thus far, out of the two groups, it's clear that the r- real tree people are spitting a lot more bullshit. What do you mean? Well, they're the only ones
0: that have a ready-made excuse for why for their bad thing. No, it's not a ready-made excuse. It's, it's that when you make a plastic tree, you've taken oil out of the ground and you've turned it into plastic and then it's not going to biodegrade for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. When you take a tree out of the ground, like you're never getting the oil back or if you are, it's going to be a few hundred million years.
1: When you get a real tree, trees pile up on curbs after the holidays and the final destination in many locations is landfills. Where they contribute to emissions of methane, a powerful greenhouse gas, roughly eighty times more potent than carbon dioxide.
0: So how about this? I've got it, Mark. Why don't you and I start a? b I've got a business plan ready to go? Are you ready? Is it
1: called, I guess Ryan was not totally right, the business? No.
0: Okay. No, we got it. Actually, there's free. Anyone, you know, want to do this in your town. But like we go around town and pick up everyone's Christmas trees and we mill them into lumber and then we build furniture. Okay, so all our material is
1: free. But I only want to do it if we're like the Magic Mike guys, meaning I get to get really ripped and look like Channing Tatum.
0: Yeah, you can do that.
1: That's fine. Really or, or we can build
0: like like kid sheds out of them, you know, like little doll houses or something.
1: I guess. I guess the bottom line is that I was just trying to communicate from the beginning is you, just because you get a tree and it's a real tree doesn't mean that there's not significant, you know, environmental cost to said real tree. That's
0: all. Sure. But also, I mean, like, anything plastic is bad. And, 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 and as far as the, the scale of plastic goes, the Christmas tree is probably pretty far down the line. Look at you. You have a plastic bottle in your hand right now, right? Okay. someone's There's one sitting on your table somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I don't know if I
0: agree with the anything plastic is bad take, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is one of those things that, like, we haven't, like, completely grasped it yet. Yeah. I think how long do you think it's going to be before we ban plastic bottles? Uh, at least 40 years. Oh, wow. That's scary.
1: Do you think we're going to go back to glass bottles everywhere?
0: I that would be or paper.
1: Okay. Cartons.
0: I, why don't we why
1: don't we okay. A lot of stuff is not going to work in cartons. I mean like they have the
0: the the water. Yeah, that's water. How are you going to put soda in a carton? I mean, yeah. Then you got to go go back to ten. Yeah, I don't think anyone wants to do that. Yeah, right. But it's not. I mean, like it's there's not much of a choice.
1: I will say though, if supermarkets could stop uh, giving me a normal shitty old uh, paper bag and telling me it's reusable, get fucked. It is not. Okay, it's it's just like you're putting this on me, where you're giving me, you're charging me ten cents for a paper bag, and then telling me to reuse it. Reuse it for what? As a book cover? What? Like so what, what? What the fuck?
0: They don't have any any plastic bags in my grocery store, so I have to make like I get halfway through and I'm done with my shopping, and then I have to make the choice, right? Do I abandon the cart in the middle of the aisle, run to the parking lot and get my bags and come back and hope nobody steals my cart? Or do I check out and then put everything back in the cart and put it in the bags in the back of my trunk?
1: Yeah. See, this is I, I guess I guess they've kind of made progress with the bag thing.
0: Like we're sort of used to it at this point. But like it's it really, very when annoying. It, when it started, everyone's like, "Oh, this is awful! I can't." Be-. But really, those are like those are your options, and they're not horrible. Like it really isn't that big of a but deal. But you think we're going back to tin and glass bottles? I don't think so. I, I think that if we don't, we're pretty fucked. I mean, like, I think we're absolutely. It's it's one of those things that, like, it, it's smoking when you have cancer. You, you like you 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 have lung cancer and you're still smoking. You know what you're doing is wrong, and I feel like that's everyone is 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 lighting up the reds. But but, but, but with also every Coca-Cola. But
1: also in this scenario, in your in the scenario you've put forth, there's an agreement between you and your doctor that you have cancer. Where it, 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 where we we are. all know we all know. Do we though? Because it seems yeah. like a lot of a lot of people are still like, ah, who's to say? I don't agree with those people. Yeah, I don't think there's a universal agreement.
0: No, that's because we know. That's because the people that are like smoking with lung cancer and they know it from their doctor. Like, yeah, you know, we'll see if this is really killing me. I like you broadcasting
1: from this uh, this jackhammer thing, which seems to have subsided uh, outside. Because I feel like you're like
0: you're on the job somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> Mark wanted to quit and I'm like No they're they're jackhammering a gas line Out there so I could blow up and you want To be recording in case that happens Definitely would yeah that's because that's I'd be like listen this is our last episode Ever but I think
1: do you want to hear a man Die
0: <laughs> Out is, with a bang
1: I would just here's what it would sound like it would just It would probably would just everything would cut and I Would just be like Ryan are you there and I would Just be like nah, we lost the feed and that would Be oh, it but it, you'd yeah. be dead
0: Dot, dot, dot.
1: But your plastic Christmas tree would live on. No, uh,
0: it'd, it'd be melted. Uh
1: Yeah, see? Just releasing terrible gas <laughs> into the air. Speaking of things that, that live forever, did you see the permanent installation to Sean Taylor
0: at FedEx Field? I didn't. Uh, I saw it happening, yeah. I, I heard that there was a... Like, I was watching Red Zone yesterday, so they showed a clip of it, and I... Yeah. I don't... Now, part of me wants to say...
1: Dan Snyder does every decision make its way up to him really but then I remember that based on what I know about him I would argue that yes it probably does and it's like this guy
0: cannot stop tripping on his own dick now I'll be 100% honest Mark I don't remember this person I don't remember how they passed Uh like when they were when they unveiled the the statue I believe Okay. When they unveiled the statue, they're like, "It was a you know a, a member of the team who died too young, and here's the tribute." But I don't, I don't remember. Fine. It's it's almost, it's it's almost irrelevant
1: because that's not even the point. The point is that this looks like a mannequin in a Foot Locker. Oh, no. It's. Have you seen it?
0: I hold on. I'm gonna look it up right now.
1: I'll just send you the picture. There, okay. I texted it to you. Thank this you. is a permanent installation, which was taught, which was sold as a statue. This is not a statue. This is just a weird wire ma- mannequin in this guy's jersey. But certain things about the jersey are uh, correct, like it still says Redskins because that was the name of the team when he played for them. I, However, I, I, can I can I can
0: I like the bar where you circle the one thing? This isn't right. Yeah, because it looks like the same belt that I wear. Huh. That's probably right actually, but the jersey uh
1: the pants are done by Reebok, but the jersey's done by Nike. That's not correct. Um it's it's like it's it's just incredible that it's not even a statue. To if you haven't seen this, look up the Sean Taylor um statue. It's basically there's no face. There's no carving. It's just a wire frame, like if they were trying to sell you a Sean Taylor a number twenty one jersey. 21 jersey it's yeah,
0: fucking ridiculous. It, 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 that's that's almost insulting. That's not a statue. And there is a mural,
1: which is also near where they, where you can get ketchup for your hot dog. It's just,
0: it's, it's like, uh, but it's also so fucked up that it's just an empty jersey and helmets. Or are they saying he's a ghost? I mean. it's
1: just weird. It's just, it's like, and they're like, it's a permanent installation. It'll always be here. It's like in the concourse of this stadium, everyone hates.
0: I did not know when, when they showed it on red zone, Scott Hansen was like, I think doing the commentary on it and was, you know, was very favorable, you know, trying not uh, to be a dick about it, basically. Yeah, trying. No, he wasn't being, he was more memory of Sean Taylor than anything about the statue, and he was being respectful to Sean Taylor. But holy cow, dude, it's just, I've never seen anything like this. This it, is in, 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 this small things. And Mark, I think you'll understand me because of what you do, but like little aesthetic things, like the sleeves aren't even even. The left sleeve is so much higher than the right sleeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, can you dress the, the bad wire thing correctly? It's uh, a real mess. It's just, it's
1: just embarrassing. And I feel like everything that team does, the Washington Commanders,
0: is, is just embarrassing. Were they getting some sort of, like, was this spontaneous? Because if he died 10 years ago, right, it didn't take them 10 years to come up with this. And if it did, oh boy. Um, He died 15 years ago. It was the 15th anniversary of his death. Sorry, I thought it was 10th. I apologize. But... Was there pressure from family or fans to remember him in some way that they like had to throw this together? Or was this their spontaneous gesture? I don't know. I feel like they did that last year
1: already, their spontaneous thing around Sean Taylor when things were going pretty bad for Dan Snyder. And last year, they did a, uh, a memorial. Remember, that was the whole thing, like Jackson Mahomes like did a TikTok dance on the field painting or some shit. Yeah. Uh, but th- this this was, oh yeah, we're doing a whole thing for Sean Taylor. And it's just embarrassing. That whole franchise is a total joke. What is his family said? Uh, they were on hand. I think
0: they said it was fine. Like, did they, they approve it, or do you know, or you don't know this? But like, something like this, usually the family's involved. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I think it's just the Redskins, or uh, excuse me, the com- the Commanders. I was just looking at the uh, the helmet. Shouldn't have said, you know, this is a uh, a statue. I guess it's not a statue. <sighs> It's no. more it's more just like what are we it looks like we're unveiling like you know I I go to the Super Bowl every year like the Fan Fest it looks like when they have every team's dis- jersey on display at the Fan Fest
0: Well you know what it looks more like and 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 this maybe isn't <laughs> I I mean it to be um more of an insult than what it's going to yeah. sound like but it sounds it looks more like uh so this is this is his game warm like it would be in the Hall of Fame and this is the yeah. w- uniform he wore in this Super Bowl. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's not at all like that. Not wow. even a
1: little bit. Anyway, uh, uh other football news. As you may recall last last week I have more terrible betting stories. Uh um, Yeah, what was it? All right, so there was this bet offered. The Patriots weren't playing yesterday, so I knew I was going to watch Red Zone all day. Yeah. So there were a couple bets that I was like, these are interesting. The first was every team in the 1 and 4 o'clock windows to score a touchdown.
0: Every team in the 1? Wow, that's in, during the entire game? Yep. So you had to no zero or three scores? Correct. Uh, how'd you do on that?
1: Uh, every team except the Saints Scored a touchdown. Come on, Camara. Even, even the T and I mean, and the Saints got the ball on their, like, on the opponents, like, 39 or better, like, three times in the fourth quarter and couldn't fucking do it. They scored uh, goose egg.
0: How much did you bet on that? $100. All right, not the end of the world. I lost, it would have won, I believe, 700. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand why you made that bet.
1: But this other bet, Ryan. Oh, no. This other bet, I want to be clear, I only bet $50 on it. Oh, no. But it was every quarterback in the 1 p.m. games to
0: score a touchdown. Excuse me, to throw
1: a touchdown.
0: Every quarterback in a – oh, yeah. Or every team to
1: have a passing touchdown. Now, if you remember, yesterday was a day filled – with backup quarterbacks,
0: that's what I was just about to say. Is like that is a, that is a bold bet to make with a lot of backups out there.
1: It was fifty dollars to win 6500 oh. dollars.
0: That's a, I understand why you made that bet. That's a great bet. And let me tell you, Ryan, every fucking quarterback except one did it. So it's gonna be. Uh, I don't even know who the quarterback for the Saints is anymore.
1: No, no, no. This was just in the one o'clock games. Oh. It was the four. That was a four o'clock game. This was just had to be in the one o'clock games. Now, I don't know if you saw the play yesterday, but yesterday, Ryan Tannehill dumped off the ball to Derrick Henry, a forward pass. Derrick Hun- Henry then ran about 79 yards. All the way down to the five yard line? All the way down to the two. Two. At I thought it was more point, yeah. At which point, he fumbled the ball into oh. the end zone. Yeah, I saw that. Well, Ryan Tannehill was the only quarterback <laughs> to not throw a touchdown yesterday. Oh, no. That would have been it. That ultimately, and, you know, they had the rest of the game. It is what it is. But that ultimately cost me $6,500.
0: Oh, my God. That's I was
1: pretty sad because, I mean,. Every other quarterback, the sucky one, like all the backups, the, the 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 fucking Texans, the just unbelievable. Even Russell Wilson threw a touchdown near the end of the game.
0: <laughs> it was infuriating. That's so close, though. I, and, and I'm proud of you for not betting large amounts of money. And I still lost a shitload of money yesterday. Oh, I just okay. uh, those. Well, actually, those were the two most disappointing in the
1: end yesterday. I made some big comeback bets because to to even everything out, so it was like even on the day, but it was just like, come
0: on, dude. That is, I, 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 where did you make that bet, by the way? Fan duel, fan was it, was it one that was offered or did you have to put it together? No, it was offered, okay, plus 13,000. Oh my god,
1: yeah, yeah. Very disappointing. And another thing,
0: football. Related. I was I was disappointed on that because I have Derrick Henry on my on you know the the, the fan on the sleeper league. Sleeper league like, is uh, it's
1: sleepers a, a a um an app where you do our fantasy football league is but it's our dynasty league
0: where you keep all the players. And I'm like, look at that. Look at that. Dude, somebody offered me, by the way, um, somebody in the league in Mm. an attempt. And it was uh, they said uh, it was in a very much attempt to fuck you. Yeah. uh, Tried to get me to give them Derrick Henry for a draft pick.
1: Yeah, I understand that. I believe you're talking about our friend Eric. And No, I don't think it was Eric. To fuck me? You sure? Cowboys from hell? No, I
0: think it was somebody else.
1: Well, uh, that's surprising to me, but I, I don't think it would have... Uh, in in the dynasty League, I mean, it could have been a good deal for you. Derrick Henry's getting older. If it was a good draft that's pick. That's what they said. I would have done it. I would have done it for a first-round pick. Mm. That said, fantasy football, I do want to speak to you about that, because I'm thinking, have you considered any type of fantasy football retirement?
0: Uh, yes. Because... I think I'm playing in too many leagues. You think that's the
1: problem? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Because I don't. It's so. You think that if you consolidated into less leagues, you could do better? Yes. Because right now, as it stands, we're in one league. We happen to be in three leagues together. Yeah. In one league, you are eleventh out of twelve. Uh huh. In the other league, you are. 12th. I. Twelve. Uh, you are
0: twelve. You are. Hold on. Oh that Oh wait, well which one? If, maybe if I if I'm not if, then maybe I moved up in, in a another league. league you are 8 out of 14 which okay, is that Okay, never mind. Bad, Good. I moved up in one but league. But you're going to
1: lose and go down again. And then in the other
0: league you're yeah. 11th out of 12. But now, that one I that one I uh, that's a rough one. That that's not representative. Which the dynasty league? Yeah. Why is that not representative? I feel like there's been a couple games that have been really close, and and um, I should have won.
1: Ryan, your team is fucking garbage. I told you this from the beginning. When you're only when you're when you used your draft pick in the first round on Kenny Pickett, when he would have been available, I mean, just far later, you have Josh Jacobs. You did win because Josh Jacobs had a fifty point day yesterday. Uh huh. Um, other than that, your team is. You, you had Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger when the league started, which in a league that is theoretically going to go on forever, it was a bold move to choose two
0: 40-something year old quarterbacks. I knew Ben was pretty much done, but Brady, I, he's been fine. He's been fine. So which league do you think you're going to ditch? I don't know. Okay. I haven't decided yet, because I like all three of them for like very different things.
1: I just feel like, I think there's a clear answer of which one to ditch. In my opinion. I know which one you'll say. Yes. It's the, the one, like, it's it's clear for a lot of reasons. One... Oh, maybe, yeah. Which one? The one that is not on Sleeper and the one that is not called Radio Buddies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But uh, I just think the reasoning is you don't know those any of those people, really. You That's don't know true. any of them. That's true. And they all
0: kind of suck. And... I don't know. Maybe maybe we... I enjoy the scoring in that league. I think that league is the most fun. Okay. But I but, just but I just also, don't I... think how I don't see your logic how being in less leagues
1: is going to help you do better. Because clearly your strategy blows in all of them.
0: No, I get I think I get a little confused and if I concentrate more on one, like where I'm always sort of like juggling people and trying to figure it out. In my head it's just all screwy.
1: It's not I it's not you don't have to do a ton of effort. It's really not that bad. You could just spend like ten minutes a week on each. I think you'd be fine. Yeah, I do. All right,
0: I do. I, I, every once in a while, like I, just like maybe, maybe you see. Here's the thing: is what you're not uh, considering is that my shitty sports takes like carry translate. over. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Maybe I'm just shitty. I mean, it's not. This is this is like the discussion we had about my schooling a few weeks ago. Just because I'm shitty doesn't mean I'm not having fun. Okay.
1: So speaking of sports, you went to uh, two basketball games last week. Two
0: back-to-back basketball games. Was it fun? Had, it was awesome. Actually, I had a great time at both games. It were two of the two of the best games I've been to in a long time. Syracuse basketball,
1: right? They were playing in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, they. It was like a, I guess a little mini tournament, and the the Empire Classic, and so they played Richmond one night and St. John's the next night. Oh, wow. So, what, what, any, any stories come out of that? Well, we got kicked out. So, we had really good seats. And, and, dude, it was actually the no usher thing, like, it, 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 it got us a little bit. That, what do you Wait, mean? Is, it, is there like a rule against ushers now? Is it a union thing? Well, the Barclay Center had more ushers than I've seen in a long time. But, dude, go to a sporting event, there's no ushers anymore. That seems fine. Like, if you go to a Yankees game or you go to a Mets game, there's no ushers. Or at least significantly less than. I think once that's was. a
1: union thing in part, and it cost cost
0: cutting and a union thing. Yeah, but whatever. We had we were we were like two rows off the court. The seats were cheap. We could buy them. No one wanted to go to these games, so um, we're we're sitting in these seats and like right you know midway through the second half, some guy comes down. And is like, hey, these are my tickets. And at Barclays, because of where we were, that the seats were a little bit screwed up. We were supposed to have seats twenty and twenty-one, but it looked like the seats ended at eighteen. Mm-hmm. But we're at the end of the row, and we're like, and the guy that was there is like, yeah, these are your seats, take them. And so halfway through the game, someone comes down, and he, you know, he he might have had something to do with the school. I'm guessing he was some sort of official with with uh, Saint John's. I think. And and he's like, yeah, these are my seats. And we like argue over it a back and forth for a few minutes about it. He was kind of shitty about it. And finally, we're like, Ralphie and I are like, yeah, whatever. All right. Because there was supposed to be an usher sitting there, but he just disappeared and he had been gone for like an hour. So he finally we went up and like just took empty seats about 10 rows up. And finally, the guy came back. And, and I came and I said, hey, are these our seats? Like, where are our seats? Because it looked like 20 and 21 didn't exist because the row ended at 18. And the guy flipped open the seat and they were written on the bottom. Uh. And he just kicked the guy out. He's like, yeah, yeah, these are his seats. And, and the guy was even shittier then. What did he <laughs> say? <laughs> Nothing. I guess what it was is that because there was two games, he had tickets to the second game. Oh, get the fuck out! Exactly, and he was just like a frump on his face, and like, yeah. It basically he was an older guy that I don't think was used to being in crowds like that, or used to being told no. Well, then, uh sorry, bro. <laughs> That's the way tickets work. The next night, mm. we didn't have nearly as good of seats, but they were still good. They were maybe they were they were about where we had you know sat to let the shitty guy sit there for a minute. Yeah, and um. <laughs> right after tip-off. Or right as tip off is happening, dude, this group comes by us and there's one guy that's just fucking loaded. Yeah. He is just out of his mind, drunk. Well, what time is the tip-off for this game? 9 p.m. Yeah, all right, yeah. And and so he drops his phone like four or five times, like instantly. Just keeps dropping his phone, keeps dropping his phone. College and, age? Uh, I'd say not yet thirty. Okay. Um <laughs> next thing you know they'd spread out down the row right there was not everyone was in their seats yet they'd spread out down the row next thing you know a group of like five or six guys come down and they're about to come down our row to get to their seats and all of a sudden they're in front of me and then they turn around and they're like nah never mind and leave <laughs> i'm like what's going what's ha-? and i look to the left and the dude just fucking puking oh in the barclays center yeah just just like 10 rows off the court just got a program up to one side of his head nonchalantly just vomiting in the aisle oh my god so what happened uh they left and uh we just sat you know six rows down from a pile of vomit nobody sat there fuck
1: six that guy seats down Right. See, there is an age where that's
0: somewhat acceptable, but not in a public place, not in a public place. And even what was more ballsy about it is that he puked and just sort of like waited for a minute. Like, what do you do? Like, there was no effort to get out of there. Well, well, I mean, truthfully, what was he going to do? Run up the aisle puking in front of thousands of people? you're, You're right. That's true. Late. we thought he was gone though like we literally thought he was gone and then probably like in in the second half near the end of the game there's a timeout it's sort of like a critical timeout and he runs down the aisle like he's joining the fucking team on the bench and literally stands at the foot of the like you know how a little kid will do it yeah. in a baseball game and try to get a he lit, he did that and went all the way down to the end right behind the syracuse bench and was just like standing there like he was participating in the timeout <laughs> What an asshole! Oh my, it was it was pretty special. So, the, the in
1: the end did you end up getting those seats that would have put you courtside? We talked about last week.
0: No, and and kind of glad we didn't. We actually we were two rows behind those. Okay, we were two rows behind those, and and they weren't exactly courtside seats. They were they were slightly behind the Syracuse bench, and you had a table. Ugh, really. Yeah. So you yeah. had your own table. No, 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 no. If we had gotten those courtside seats, the ones we were looking at where I said we could. And also did too, they come oh with my,
1: alcohol or anything?
0: I don't think so. No. And also, thank God we didn't because they, they switched the benches. So we would have been sitting like right behind the Richmond bench. But
1: you're still close to the action. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. We were just as close, close to, to the their action students. With the, we were just as close to the action with the seats we bought. Uh
1: I saw something in the news last week that just made me think about like if this ever happened to me, I think I would lose my mind. Okay. Um it's it comes from NBC Four in New York. Uh Andrus Hanau uh wrote this piece. Uh Roving preachers, lift drivers spread the gospel with ride hailing ministries. Oh God. Can you imagine? No, oh God. Yeah. You you get in the lift. And this person starts wanting to minister to you about Jesus Christ.
0: Ever been in a ever been in an Uber in Florida? You get plenty of uh,
1: politics. Or I guess you've just been in any Uber. Like, do you think uh, Christian music stations are solely kept on the air by Uber drivers listening to them?
0: It's pretty close, and, and there really is. It's kind of a. And, and there's two types. The one that I when I get in their Uber, I expect christian radio right i'm like here we go that's fine and then there's ones that surprise you yeah yeah because there's always there's always the there's always the sort of like 35 year old hispanic mother right (laughs) when you when you get in her uber you're getting christian radio yes absolutely know it's k joy or whatever it is yes but every once in a while, you get like an old guy, and that's when I get scared. Is when an old white guy is playing Christian rock, I'm like, oh no! Oh, because you know that he's reformed. Something yes. bad. He had done bad. M- Mom enjoys it. Mom is listening. Is jamming to her radio station. She's not going to say a word to me. But yeah, the other guy's going to start talking. How's it going?
1: <laughs> ah, going to uh, going to Applebee's, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to go to an Applebee's. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, oh, God. Can I Dude, how come... Did you ever get an Uber? I got an Uber the other day. African-American driver. Uh-huh. He was listening to hip-hop music. I got in, and he just immediately flipped it to rock music. <laughs> and I... I didn't
0: not appreciate it. Ah. Uh, I was just like Oh, so he knew you. Well, what do you mean? He knew uh, never no that, that you would appreciate the rock music. He didn't know me. He looked at me and assumed, figured it
1: out. I was just like, "All right. Okay. I yeah. But, you know, but, yeah, so this piece says one is an ordained pastor in Brooklyn, the other a single mother and children's book author in New Jersey. Both drive for Lyft, both share the word of God as roving preachers. No, this is not what we want. I just want you to take me to where I'm going. This is absolutely not what I want. Pastor Kenneth Drayton and Tamika Reed try to inspire passengers through spiritual guidance on Pause. the road as part of what they see as mobile are, Christian
0: ministries. Wait are they are they friends? Are these separate efforts, or is this a combined? That's effort? what I'm trying to figure out. It looks okay. like it
1: looks like they're both separate.
0: Okay, so they're just okay. Got it. I wasn't sure if this if they're like friends, or if the reporter just came across uh, uh, two people. Uh, preaching and lifting God and and just like
1: this is not at all what I want I just I want your Toyota Camry is not a house of God okay it's just a it's just a car that I want to like I'm like,
0: I, oh. the thing is like like I wish Uber conversations only took place in in like short rides what do you mean so you just get out of there well, no, because it's like every once in a while you get in, you get in an Uber, right? Yeah, and you roll out of, you roll out of JFK. So we're going to make it local here to New York City. Okay. You roll out of JFK onto the Van Wick and the con. Oh, how are you? Hey, great, yeah, nice day, right? Oh, I was in Florida. I know it's beautiful down there. Much better than this stuff. Oh, really? You have three kids. One of them goes to University of Florida. That's nice. That's where I was. Then it just stops. So how do you feel about him running again? <laughs> what? No, that's in Florida. That's 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 what happens when you're in Florida. But here, it's just like the conversation's going well, and then it just stops. And it's even more awkward after you've started talking to somebody, and then you don't talk to them for another hour. Oh, okay. Well, let me
1: tell you what is your saving grace in this and what has been the best invention as far as, you know, we go with uh, not wanting to talk to Uber drivers. Apple pop those babies in i always just say hey excuse me i gotta do a conference call and then like every 11 minutes or so i'll be like
0: yeah Uh, excuse me it's mark um i really think that we should wait until the 25th to do that
1: yeah yeah (laughs) exactly i'll just i'll just say a bunch of random shit
0: I'll, I'll, I'll just be plan. like, you know
1: what? Yeah, you know what? Let's 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 book that for next week. But um, uh, Margaret will Margaret will reach out to you. Like I'll just I'll just say random stuff at any point, point. <laughs> and then you don't have to have the discussion. I'm not I'm I'm not. See, the way I look at it is, I don't need a friend. I also didn't call like the Christ bus to pick
0: me up. Like I just wanted to go from here to there. And I'm always I'm always very hesitant to tell people what I do. When I was in Florida the last time, somebody asked, and I just it came out, and um, oh, he's like, oh yeah, but the, by, do you know this radio show? And I'm like, no, I've I've never heard of that one. He's like, yeah, I, I really like it. They they start every hour by saying the Pledge of Allegiance, and I say it right along with them. What fucking
1: show does that?
0: I have no idea. But it sounded like... Uh... Can you imagine
1: if you were a conservative talk host and you had to give the Pledge of Allegiance? I imagine it's a three-hour show three times a day. But in reality, what you're doing is just killing time. Right. Welcome back to the program. Let's stand and deliver. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Also,
0: yeah, nobody listening can stand, so it's even weirder. Like, I guess. what? What? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm always like that's that's why like when I'm in Florida I get th- I get weird stuff like that what sh- but you gotta find out this show that pledges allegiance know, every let me, hour let me maybe I can find it out
1: that is I, ridiculous um... dude it's just like I don't how do you think do you on some level one day we gotta do a show but we only do it like we're we're right wing hosts okay?
0: I don't I don't like like a,
1: an old Colbert report tribute somewhat yeah like I think I could do it I think I could like for example I could take this story of of these lift drivers doing something I hate and you just spin it you'd just be like this is what we need we need more God
0: on the roads. I don't think this is the one he's talking about. This is a country station in Pensacola. I think he was talking about a political show. But this one I found, Cat Country in Pensacola. It would be fucking
1: weird if they give the Pledge of Allegiance and then did a phone scam or something.
0: (laughs) Every morning at 7 a.m. right after the news, Brent and Candy have the Pledge of Allegiance. And they actually have the Pledge of Allegiance printed on their website. In case, you know, you need to So there's a a country
1: station... That does the Pledge of Allegiance every day on the air.
0: Yeah, Brent and Candy. Oh, man. Oh, and if you have a group or organization that you would like your church or your your office that want to say the pledge, they'll record it. I'm Mary
1: from Winston's Insurance Sales, and I am here to do the Pledge of Allegiance this morning on Cat Country. Please rise. Oh, no. I You're pledge driving. allegiance Don't. to. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking at this piece about the Lyft drivers, and they say that the guy, the pastor, goes, he began to drive for Uber in 2015 after retiring from a career in the insurance industry. I want to be like, wait a second. So you didn't even dedicate your life to that. You worked in insurance. Yeah. Well,
0: hobby so i i just like do they give up if you if you say to them because if i got one of these i i i mean like i i was straight i'm not religious you're not going to convert me and and thank you
1: but see i always worry about saying that because i think they take it as a challenge
0: they might take it as a challenge and you know i i have i i have enough uh things to fight back if i wanted to
1: He says he always plays classical music on his car stereo. His favorite is Mozart to encourage a calm, pleasant mood. He begins with a greeting and a kind word. My kind word would be kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. I would say, hello, kerfuffle. Just a word that sounds kind, even though it's not. His priority, he says, is to introduce passengers to Christ. But he's respectful if they're not receptive. They're often Christian, but he has also spoken to atheists, Buddhists, Hindus, Jews, and Muslims. Instead of trying to preach, he said, he focuses his message on the love of God and tends to avoid doctrine.
0: I mean, I could have the conversation with somebody if I wanted to, but...
1: So so could I. I'm not a moron. I just would be like, I don't want to. But here's what I would do if I was that guy, and I was driving, and I had somebody in my Uber that really, it seemed like, let's say they were anti-God Let's say that they, they were wearing a giant pentagram necklace. I would start speeding as fast as possible. I would get them to st- I would I would drive so recklessly that I would make them start to pray aloud. And then I would say, Look at that. See? We've arrived at your destination. Please rate review five stars, it's very important to me.
0: Like the thing He's is, always would, I- watching. I don't want to see anybody get fired or lose their job, but I would imagine if you're too aggressive with it, you're going to get one star and they're going to, you know, boot you. It's true. Well, anyway, got about
1: a minute left. Um, I'm, I still kind of want to start working in. Maybe we could do – maybe we should have, like, a seventh-inning stretch stretch situation on this show every day where we play, like, America the Beautiful and we're, like, 40 minutes in.
0: Uh, and then – but, no, but it's got to be followed by, thank God I'm a country boy. <laughs> Just uh, because I'm from Baltimore. Lee
1: Greenwood's proud to be an American. <laughs> that fucking song sucks. I remember after 9 11 when I was younger and was like, yeah, all right. I hadn't yeah. heard this in a while. Okay, I am proud to be an American. And I like, finally stand, stand up. up. Fucking God, that's Lee Greenwood, Canadian. Canadian, I believe. Is he really? Yeah, pretty confident in that. Let me, that'll be my last Google of the day. <laughs> Lee Greenwood. American singer. He's an American country. Okay, apparently. He's not. Lee he was born in California. I thought better he was Canadian. Better than. Better that doesn't than make plastic. Any Sense. I really thought. <laughs> he. Oh, he did write "God Bless You, Canada." What an asshole! All right, you can't. You you gotta pick one song, Ryan. Any thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Uh no, that's it. Have a good day.
1: Be here tomorrow. Bye.
0: Goodbye.